Hello and welcome to another episode of Bright Future, where today the topic we're going to discuss is uh, COVID-19 and I suppose its mismanagement, particularly uh, in the United States. As always, uh, when we discuss these, we aren't allowed to insult each other, but instead need to attack each other's argument in a respectable manner. Uh, and if you want, you can back your things up with sources, though it's not required. Now, um, first off, I just wanted to, right now I am alone in the uh, voice chat, so I'm not sure if anyone else is going to end up joining me. But for now, uh, I've got me and I've got a few people in chat um, that are going to help out. You're trying to find this funny render you saw the other day where there was like, Godzilla-sized Biden with giant COVID cells all over his body. Yeah, so the reason why I actually picked this topic was because uh, Biden was tested positive for COVID last week on uh, on Thursday, I believe. Uh, they, they've they been giving daily updates on WhiteHouse.gov about his current status, but if you actually read the updates, they feel like they're copy-pasted from each other. So, like, they use very similar wording in every single one. And I suppose that makes sense, of course. If this medical condition stays the same, why would you use different wording? But it is kind of worrying. Uh, but I wanted to start off with, like, my personal experience with COVID. So um, COVID-19 is called COVID-19 because it started in 2019, or it was discovered in 2019 when... You know, it started in, uh, I believe it just started in China, right? Um, and all I remember hearing about it is, oh, it's on the other end of the world. I'm sure it's not going to be a problem here. And then, well, spring break rolled around. I decided to stay at my college dorm uh, while everyone else went home for spring break. And no one else came back. <laughs> it was just me in the college dorm for the rest of the semester. Which on the one hand was kind of fun, but on the other hand, I was completely alone in my entire college for way too long, and I didn't like it. Um, then, of course, because college did like online ed online learning and everything like that, I don't learn from that very well. So I ended up dropping out of, before there were many Midwest cases, oh yeah, when they had people quarantined at Offit. Uh, I didn't even know they were quarantining people at Offit and everything like that. I suppose, because like, when it first started, I was just like, oh, well, it's on the other end of the world. I'm sure it's not going to become a massive problem. And here we are on year three of our two-week lockdown to slow the curve. Not that any of us really care about it anymore, but... Um, yeah, I ended up having to drop out of college. I didn't have to drop out of college, but I ended up dropping out of college anyway because I can't do online learning very well. Um, I ended up moving back in with my parents, and then I got a job. Well, did I ever get it? I've never even been tested for COVID at this point. Um, so as far as I know, I've never had it. There was around two weeks right at the beginning where I felt kind of sick, but I was alone in my entire dorm hall by myself anyway the entire time. So 
it didn't really matter. And then I've never felt sick in the two years since, so... Uh, as far as I know, I think that's about it um, for my experience of it. Uh... One of our friends uh, who was in this uh, this Warframe clan and used to be in my Discord server, um, she was a military veteran. For some reason, the VA decided to have her do a quality of life uh, surgery on because she had been IED as far as I know. Um, she was an amputee, possibly double amputee. I don't know all the exact details, but um. The VA, for some reason, wanted to do a quality-of-life surgery and during the pandemic. So she went into that surgery, and then she went into the ICU because she caught it, and there were complications with the surgery, and she ended up passing away a few months later. And I'm really upset with the... Why on earth did the VA do that in the middle of a pandemic? It was a quality-of-life surgery to her amputated limbs in order to better fit prosthetics and the surgery itself had a complication and they ended up blaming it on covid because they did i don't know if it was actually covid that killed her or not though because again i don't have all the specific details and such um So this is definitely secondhand, but your family friend is a doctor and she found recorded cases of COVID in America months before it was supposed to be here. Because that, that's another thing. It's like, there's so much misinformation about all of this. And you said she contacted the CDC several times. So the thing about the CDC is, I don't think America... Because the CDC is an international organization. And didn't Trump have it so that America was no longer like associated with the CDC at all? I don't know how true that is, but I remember because I was reading through like a bunch of Wikipedia pages on our current politicians and everything. They kept saying they'll get back to her. Well, I mean, that would make sense because um, if this is happening everywhere all at once, the CDC has to worry about that everywhere, not just in America. But anyway, for things that are like actually sources of let, let's talk about mask mandates, shall we? <laughs> Uh, I know our company uh, required us to wear masks for periods of time, on and off, depending on things like that. Um, do you know if that was because the government required it or because our company wanted to do it? I don't remember which it was. This this is one of the things I actually did research on. Um, I don't know about our own company, but I know about like other parts. I believe that it was a higher up thing more about perspective than law. So it wasn't because the government asked them to. It was because they wanted to. That, that's fair. That That's perfectly fine. And if the government suggested that companies do this in order to slow the spread of COVID, if they suggested it, that would be perfectly fine. If they put out Uncle Sam pointing at you and saying, I want you to wear a mask or something like that. I would have done it, no complaints, but no. Instead, they had to mandate it. 
which was not just, you know, immediately a problem because people are going to be looking at it like, well, now I'm not doing it. Because, of course, that's what people are going to do when you tell them to wear a mask. Why, why would people do something when you tell them they can't? It, it's, it was such a foolish idea, right? Because all they had to do was just suggest that we wear masks. Like when uh, there was the influenza outbreak. Uh, back in 2010, 2011, I believe, um, where they suggested, hey, if you're starting to feel a little under the weather, wear a surgical mask. Uh, wash your hands often and sanitize areas where you're going to be making contact with other people, like door handles and keyboards and things like that. But instead, no, they, they mandate it, which is just, why? And then on top of that, it's of my personal opinion that mass mandates are straight unconstitutional, that they violate the First Amendment. And let me let me explain where I'm coming from this one, because a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, 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 you're just blowing up over this. But I don't think I am. Because I like this, there's a Supreme Court case, which I'm going to go over. Uh, Tinker versus Des Moines Independent Community School District, which is from 1969. Where students, particularly students from the Tinker family, were suspended from that school for wearing a black armband to protest the Vietnam War. The black armband symbolizing that they were in mourning. But the Supreme Court voted 7-2, to uh, stated that the clothing that they wore was protected under the First Amendment and did extend at what students wore to school unless there was substantial disruptions as a result of clothing. And a black armband isn't going to cause a substantial disruption. So, according to the First Amendment, what you wear is protected under the Constitution. So, the government can't control what you wear, but there they go, trying to mandate that we wear masks. So, that's not good. And on top of that, I went looking for uh, papers about what to do in a, uh, in a viral outbreak, and I found this 2011 paper called Preventing Transmission of Pandemic Influenza and Other Viral Respiratory Diseases, Personal Protective Equipment for Healthcare Personnel, which was published by the Institute of Medicine in 2011. Uh, yeah, I just read that paper title just straight off, so that way you can go and find this yourself if you want. It's a PDF. Uh, it's free if you just Google search that title. Uh, you can just download it and read it. And on page 16, it says, and I'm quoting here, Face masks, including surgical masks and procedure masks, are loose-fitting coverings that are designed to protect the patient from secretions from the nose and mouth of the physician, nurse, or other healthcare professionals. In other words, it's to prevent the surgeon from sneezing into your open wound while they're performing surgery. Face masks, I'm quoting again, face masks are not designed or certified to protect the wearer from exposure to respiratory hazards. The role of face masks as PPE requires further research. That's right, this public paper from the Institute of Medicine straight up says... That face masks don't stop or slow the spread of viruses. 
uh, from Dexterous in chat. I think, in my opinion, federal buildings, schools, and other public locations could require masks if they want. But I have a big problem with any law that compels someone to do something other than paying taxes is unconstitutional. Yeah, so when they did the face mask or the face mask mandates, I think they did it so that they didn't require you to wear a mask, but they required businesses to require you to wear a mask to do business with them. Which is stupid. Because it's a... It looks like they're intentionally trying to get around the Constitution. And, quote from Benjamin Franklin, those who would give up their security, or those who would give up their freedom in exchange for their security, deserve neither. So, if we give up our freedoms of the First Amendment in exchange for our security of wearing face masks, according to Benjamin Franklin, we don't deserve either. And Benjamin Franklin supported inoculation and things like that. He actually wrote in another paper how he regretted not giving his son smallpox through inoculation because in doing so, when his son actually caught it, it was significantly worse for him. I'm just bouncing around now. I should have probably like found a way to tie that all together. Um, didn't Biden try to pass a vaccine mandate at one point as well? I believe he did. Um, and our company required or started to require vaccines in anticipation of it, despite the fact that it was probably never going to happen because a vaccine mandate would have violated the Ninth Amendment. So about the anti-vax kind of thing here, I want to first dispel the idea that the COVID-19 vaccine is a vaccine because it's not. It doesn't prevent, it doesn't provide immunity to COVID-19. If you're vaccinated, you can still get it. And if you want my source on that, my dad caught it while on a cruise last week, and he's vaccinated and boosted. So, explain. <laughs> you can still get it even if you're vaccinated, so... Not exactly a vaccine, is it? On top of that, the mandate to try and force you to get vaccinated uh, would violate the Ninth Amendment. The Ninth Amendment states that the Constitution provides more rights than what is explicitly listed, uh, including the right to make important decisions about one's health care, like vaccines. So while I do recommend that we wear or that we get vaccines to prevent um, viruses, especially things like uh, smallpox, uh, which the smallpox is vaccine is. I'm getting sidetracked again. I'll, I'll get back to that. What I was going to talk about in a second, but uh, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, so the vaccine mandate would have been unconstitutional because it forces you to get vaccinated. So I do recommend that we get vaccines, especially things against smallpox and other. Uh, vaccines that have been tried, true, and tested for 100 years or more in some cases. But if it's something brand new that doesn't actually provide protection, and in some cases may make it worse, I don't recommend getting that. And I'm upset that I did, because, my com because our company required it. 
I should have instead just filled out that exemption form. Um, it would have been so much better. I feel it would have been safer to wait until the vaccine was more properly tested, tried and true, um, to make sure there weren't any major side effects like, you know, sudden death for people between the ages of 18 and 25. Why is that happening? I mean, I'm sure it's perfectly normal to have an excessive number of people suddenly keel over and die for no explainable reason. Uh, I'm I'm doing it now. I'm getting sarcastic about it, and that's not good. <laughs> this doesn't really work without someone else here. Uh, wasn't there a whole issue with the CDC not really knowing what it was that they were... I suppose in a, in a situation of this scale, you do kind of have to scramble and worry about um, what's going on. I realize at the end of the day, this is pretty much a 21-year-old's philosophical rant about current status of issues in America, which... I'm impressed that it's actually gotten 4,000 downloads. There are almost 4,000 downloads at this point. Uh, I started making this podcast a little over a month ago. I'm actually really proud that it's gotten this far. And hoping it will go further, of course. Where are we at? Sorry, I had to step away where it was gone. Um, I was discussing the vaccine. I, I completely lost anything else to talk about. I was discussing the vaccine mandates and how um, they were unconstitutional and how it's not technically a vaccine if it doesn't provide immunity. Because uh, my dad still managed to catch it after coming back from a cruise, um, even though he's double vaccinated and boosted uh, once. So, and while I think people who call people who don't like the COVID vaccine anti-vaxxers are, because all they're doing is they're against the one that doesn't work, right? That doesn't mean we're against all vaccines. I think the smallpox vaccine is actually a great idea. Oh, and I forgot to mention the smallpox vaccine. Uh, if you're worried about monkeypox, the smallpox vaccine has been proven to be effective against monkeypox. Um, 85% effective. So it's not perfect, but it does work. As soon as I sat down, you got called away again. Oh no, that's okay. I can, I can edit out the, uh, the extra bits and things like that. Uh, a few more moments. Okay. Uh, I will just edit this out later then. Yeah, I suppose monkeypox is the big thing. And I have, to be honest, I have no idea what monkeypox is. And I'm hearing all kinds of weird rumors about it. So I have no idea what about it is true or not and to be honest i'm not sure i can be bothered because you know uh, i don't care that much as long as i don't get it i'm sure it's fine <laughs> Dude, that's a that's a horrible way of looking at it but <laughs> you're back all right so um what do you know about monkeypox because i'm hearing that's like another thing that's starting to come around and i have no idea what it is or um how it might affect me so or if i even have to worry about it if i do have to worry about it, how much do i have to worry about it things like that so uh, i don't know how it transmits or anything so i've just been hearing about it a couple of times but apparently one thing that is promising is that the smallpox vaccine does help prevent it. 85% effective, so. At least according to its Wikipedia page. 
But that's the only part I bothered to read, so, you know. I've been laughing at it since it came up, but then I just Googled it. And you, yeah. The the picture on the Wikipedia page is definitely not, uh, it definitely doesn't look pleasant. But, like, I have no idea, how do you catch it? Is it something that I need to worry about? Because according to the Wikipedia page, it just says, I'm not sure. <laughs> it says that there's a variety of transmission methods, and it's not really, like, precise on what it is. On how it transmits. Direct contact with infectious rash, scabs, or body fluids, respiratory secretions during prolonged face-to-face contact, intimate physical contact such as kissing, cuddling, or sex, um, previously or touching items that previously touched the infected area. Uh, pregnant people can spread the virus to, to their fetus as well through the placenta. So. Um, Basically, it's physically transmitted, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so I am safe. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, I mean... Fair, but... Winning? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't know, the only reason I was thinking about it because one of our coworkers mentioned it yesterday and I just thought it would fit in well with the COVID episode. So apparently it's not as serious as COVID because like you can actually prevent this by like wearing a mask and not touching other people. Who got monkey box? I don't know. I don't know. I just heard one of our coworkers talking about it. I don't think they said they had it or anything. They just mentioned it in passing. I mean, the global count is apparently 14,000 cases. Well, so it's it's nowhere near as bad as COVID, and you can prevent it by actually socially distancing. That that would actually prevent it instead of, you know, not preventing COVID. I mean, the global count is apparently 14,000 cases for monkeypox, and only five people have died. Dude, I don't want to be a nerd. I'm going to go get monkeypox. Seems like what's happening right now. Why would you want to go and get monkeypox? Because I don't want people to know I don't have physical contacts. You're going to go get it. No. You have a better plan, though, to prove to people that I don't have... To prove to people that I don't have... Or that I do get physical contact? No. But, like, why would I need to prove to people about that? I'm perfectly happy in my own little universe here. Jump cut to me crying under the covers of my bed. (laughs) That's not a plea for help. I don't know what is. <laughs> this 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 episode got too real too fast, okay? <laughs> and I'm glad I brought like more proper uh sources this time. And I'm gonna try to do that for future episodes. What do you think I should do for next week's episode? Um I know I had other topics. Like I was gonna do one episode which is just like about me and like where my experiences are coming from but i don't know if that's even like worth doing in a full episode who who am i talking to and who you're in the call oh you are in the call with me um in order to get access you have to first accept uh access to it in the uh the bright future channel uh there's a chat i did add it so that way 
in order to talk in the voice chat in these podcasts, uh, you had to accept like a small disclaimer and everything about um, what it is that we do. That you accept our rules and things like that. And then once you've accepted that, uh, you're able to talk. Um, otherwise, the other person in chat is just uh, Dextro. He's one of my uh, co-workers. You can do things like shootings or LGBTQ stuff. Okay, so the thing about the LGBTQ episode is... In the disclaimer, I specifically state that what we talk about... Since Roe vs. Wade was the big hitter. So I'm, I'm going to read the full disclaimer to you, just so that way you can see it. Um, it says, Bright Futures, a podcast hosted by me, Samuel Adams, where we discuss current political and philosophical topics in an effort to make our world, and more specifically the United States of America, a better place. All are welcome to join the discussion, but with a few caveats and disclaimers. You agree that if you join our discussion, you will not insult others directly, but instead attack their arguments in a respectful manner. You agree that your voice and all that you say can be recorded and uploaded publicly on the internet in podcast form. You agree not to disclose others' personal information without their express permission, but can disclose your own experiences if you wish. Disclaimer, we discuss controversial and potentially triggering topics. We do not recommend joining these conversations if you are easily triggered or in a mentally unsound state. If you agree to the above, react below in order to gain the ability to speak in the Bright Future voice channel and receive the Bright Future role. And then once you accept that, you can actually talk in the voice chat. But the problem with discussing the LGBTQ rights in particular, um, the big thing about that I have is the, the trans population is what I'm going to be the one where I'm talking. Um, mentally unsound most people who get trans i think who get a transition surgery something like 40 percent end up committing suicide so i how am i going to find someone of that perspective who is mentally sound to or we who is we recommend that you don't listen to this if you're mentally unsound so how am i going to find someone who's like part of that group that is mentally sound and willing to discuss this in an abrasive form. React where um, they're in the Bright Future text channel, which is right above the call. Um, there's a message from the bot. If you played Valo, I feel like everybody is non-binary at this point. Um, that's definitely something to discuss on a future episode. I'll, I will do more research on that. Um, actually come to the discussion uh next week with um but definitely more of a topic for that we can discuss pronouns and things like that <laughs> how do i do an outro i don't have an outro for these yet you have a friend who's part of the community who is probably honestly the most offensive person i know well okay so for these episodes i did say that they were going to be controversial but i didn't want them to say uh wrong Thank you all for joining, and we might do another COVID episode later on if this continues to, you know, be a problem in the future. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you all next week. Oh, no.